love that. I totally receive that. I'm the totally different angle. Happy Australia Day, Australians. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of Australians who've had a pretty rocky, not great start to this year. And uh, I know we've, you know, done some support and prayer. But I wonder if today on Australia Day we can pray again. And maybe you are like me. I haven't had a great start to this year either. Had some majors happen. But, you know, our God is our God. He's the God over all we know. He's the, the God who's got us in his hand. And whatever the beginning might look like for you and I, there is one thing that we can be so sure of, that God's on the journey with us. Amen? So let's pray. Let's pray. And if, if your start to this year has been a bit rocky too, why don't you just reach out? Let God come, come into that this morning. Father God, we, we bring this great nation of ours to you on Australia Day. Father, this nation, it is our land, but it belongs to you. And Father, you've seen and know deeply what has been going on in this nation over these past months, the, the pain and the suffering, the troubles, Lord. But Father, we know that all of this in your eternal purposes is happening to our nation for a reason. And so that's your zone, God. We can't always understand the hows and the whys, but we trust in you this morning. We trust in you, our God, and we pray for our nation, Lord, that not only will the rains come where they're needed, but th that your Holy Spirit will reign on this nation this year, that, Lord, we won't see our nation with our own physical eyes, but, Lord, we will see it through the eyes of faith, through your eternal purposes, and know that you are doing a work here in this place. Father, we pray for our nation. We pray for your church in this nation to rise up and be the beautiful bride that you want us to be, Lord. We pray, Father God, for uh, Scott Morrison and, and Lord, our, our government, our parliamentarians, Lord, especially those representing you, your Christ ambassadors there in government, Father. Bless them, empower them with all wisdom and strength, Lord, for the job that you have for them. And Father, bless us too. And right now I ask, Lord, that Oh, Holy Spirit, you would just come now. Awaken our spirits this morning to receive, Lord, whatever it is you want to say to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I love that line in the song we sang this morning. God is deeply, madly in love with you. I sing that and I, I've got to be honest this morning, I'm a real human forget the past a bit, sometimes I don't feel all that loved. But you know what? I said this at, to our home group on Friday too, that we can be standing right next to somebody who deeply and profoundly loves us, but our own walls and resistance in here can hinder our receiving that love. 
And you know, Holy Spirit's here with us. And God is madly in love with you. But how's your heart? Can you receive that this morning? Can you let some of that just fall, fall down and let his love come in? You know, sometimes the dust of this world can rain down on us. You seen the brown dust? I took something out to the bin this week and I'm like, holy dooly, it is just covered in this brown dust. Poor Chris did a great job of washing our cafe blinds and windows just before Christmas. Hey, it needs doing all over here. That dust has just rained down. We didn't ask for it, you know, but when you're in the world, dust settles on you, and you don't, even when you haven't asked for it. And that, that can sometimes create walls and resistance and things in our life that make it more difficult to receive that truth of how much God loves us. Why does God want to pour his love into us this morning? Well, I think I would be right in saying that his greatest ambition, if we can call it that, God's greatest ambition today is to be your God and for you to be his child. That's his greatest ambition. And he wants to pour that love into us. If I asked you this morning, what does Australia need most? I wonder what our answers would be. A Christian Prime Minister. Well, that's nice. God bless him. Who'd want that job? Nice to have a Christian Prime Minister. But you know what? This morning, the, the, the very simple message God's put on my heart for all of us here today is God wants you. Australia needs you this morning. And, um, you know, here on Australia Day, I totally agree with you, Geordie. Now, in the, being in the over 50s club, um, I do not know where the years have gone. They have flown. Um, and even younger people are starting to express that sense that time is speeding up. I remember as a child, it, it felt like forever from Christmas to Christmas. <laughs> But now even the young ones are expressing how fast they're feeling that that time is speeding up. And um, part of it, I believe, is the fast pace of our lives. And, um, you know, many years ago, God slowed me down big time and um, gave me a real heart-to-heart -heart about slowing my life down so that I can be more connected to Him and you know, my observation is that this fast-paced life we live as Aussies today is not Holy Spirit friendly. What do I mean by that? Well, in the fast pace, it could be hard to deepen and strengthen our relationship with God. In the fast pace, it can be hard to remember that our life is lived for the audience of one. In the fast pace, it can be hard to receive the restoration and healing our souls and spirits need. In the fast pace, 
it can be hard to stay attentive to the season God has you in. In the fast pace, we can forget that time is a gift from God to be used for his eternal purposes. And in the hard, in the fast pace we live, it can be hard to sacrifice time to share God's love with the lost world. And I believe today God's heart cries out for Australia, a lost nation, heading in a direction, well, without a miracle, revival and revelation from God, it's not heading, heading to a great place at all. And it's there I want to park today. Because what Australia needs more than anything today is not perfect Christian people. It needs you and me totally transformed by the love of Jesus in our heart. That's what it needs more than anything. And every single one of us today is positioned by God and gifted to win Australia for Jesus. Believe it. And some, some of you have traveled from nations to come here to Australia, and here you are now. Do you believe that's just coincidence? No, it's not. Do you believe God's eternal purposes have you here? Yes, amen. You know, God's bringing the nations to Australia like never before. You know, 29%, almost a third of people living in Australia today were not born here. Some are here to hear the good news of the gospel and find Jesus. They're our mission field. And others have been sent to Australia as missionaries. They've come with faith in their heart, with their relationship with God, and they are here to bring the gospel to Australia. Thank God for them. God loves Australians. This is our nation, but it belongs to Him. And we've got to get our eyes off what the media and the world is telling us about what our nation looks like. We've got to get our hearts and spirits in line with what God says about our nation, who he's sending here and why they're here and embrace it. I just want to share two points this morning. You know, as Australia needs you and I totally transformed by the love of Jesus and that love transformation produces two powerful elements in our lives this morning. And this is what Australia needs for you and I today. And they're both two very old-fashioned Bible words. We don't hear them all that much. But I grew up in a very old-time Pentecostal uh, church. And these words were drummed into me. <laughs> and um, I believe God wants us to take another quick look at them this morning. And the first word is consecration. Now, consecration, what does that mean? Well, it means 
to make something holy and dedicated to a higher purpose. Consecration. Consecration is dedicating something to God which makes it sacred and holy for His purpose. And in that incredible love transformation, we journey with Jesus. He is wanting consecrated people. You know, in the Old Testament, many things were consecrated. Offerings, worship utensils, even animals and people. Consecration in those terms means the separation of oneself from things that are unclean. Especially anything that would contaminate our relationship with a holy, perfect God. And Australia needs you and I as Jesus followers to be consecrated people. I want to read, there's a few verses in the Bible that talk about consecration. I just want to read these few verses that Paul writes from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. It says this, Don't continue to team up with unbelievers in mismatch alliances. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. For what partnership is there between righteousness and rebellion? Who could mingle light with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and Satan? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What friendship does God's temple have with demons? For indeed, we are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will make my home in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. For this reason, come out from among them and be separate. Be consecrated, says the Lord. Touch nothing that is unclean and I will embrace you. I will be a true father to you. And you will be my beloved sons and daughters, says the the Lord Yahweh Almighty. And in those verses, Paul is quoting from two Old Testament prophets. Isaiah 52, 11, where the prophet is talking about the people of Israel, God's people being delivered, leaving the captivity of Babylon. And Jeremiah 31, 9 where Jeremiah writes about the benefit of separating from worldly influence. The benefit is a more intimate relationship with God. And, you know, sometimes these verses have been used to, you know, in the context of marriage and who you marry, but there is so much more that Paul is saying to us in these verses It applies to any environment where we let the world influence our thinking. That's what he's talking about. Paul's talking about being too friendly, giving the world our affections that belong to our God. 
being yoked to something that we should not be. And you know, consecration is a matter of heart. It is an internal thing. However, what is in our heart, we all know, comes out in all sorts of ways in our lives. And consecration is about the way we speak. Consecration, being separate, being clean, is about the way we dress. It's about the way we use the devices in our life. It's about the things we watch on the TV, the things we expose ourselves to. And we can be in denial today and say, oh, no, 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 that stuff doesn't influence me. I can watch it. It doesn't affect me. That is a lie from the devil. My dear old mum had a great saying. You know how you remember your mum saying? She used to say, garbage in, garbage out. And I still remember it to this day. Consecration. We are supposed to be separate, guys. We're not supposed to look like the world, sound like the world, behave like the world. And, you know, Paul wasn't saying, you know, don't relate to unbelievers. Of course not. We are meant to be the light and salt in a world. We're surrounded by them. But the point is, we are the influencers, not the world on us. That's consecration. Just want to stop here for a moment. And I want to just give Holy Spirit some space. Would you close your eyes for a minute? Go to Holy Spirit. Let's ask. Holy Spirit, is there something in my life that I have not consecrated to you? As I begin this year, is there something you want to clean up out of me? Holy Spirit, whatever that is. I receive your nudge this morning. And and that might be really, really hard to move on from. I'm going to need your strength and your help, Holy Spirit, to move beyond that. Let me have a consecrated heart, clean hands, clean heart this morning, Lord. Consecration is all about living a holy and clean life, a separate life. But here's the good news. There's another wonderful old-fashioned word in the Bible, and it's the word anointing. And anointing is about God's gift of the Holy Spirit to you and I to help us live consecrated lives. Isn't that great? We don't just get this bang down, oh, I've got to get rid of all this stuff out of my life, you know, boring, boring Christian life. No way. Because there is an anointing that comes onto our lives by the Holy Spirit when we receive Jesus into our heart And with that anointing comes the power and the strength to live the consecrated life. And that's what Jesus wants from you and me. That's what Australia needs from you and I today, is to see his church 
consecrated, totally transformed by his love, living a separate life and it will attract them because they are hungry and empty and looking for something. And they're going other places to find it. They should be coming to Jesus. And he wants to use you and I to do that. Let me read 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Paul says this. Now it is God who makes both, of, both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us. Set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. If you are a follower of Jesus this morning, you are sealed with Holy Spirit. You are anointed. The Holy Spirit is with you to help you live a consecrated life. And that's how Australia will be one for Jesus when they see our lives. Anointing is symbolic of blessing, protection, empowerment. And you and I walk in that this morning. Like the priests, the prophets, the kings of the New Testament, all anointed for God's purpose, you and I, Every single one of us are anointed and empowered by Holy Spirit today. Let me ask you this. What measure of Holy Spirit's anointing do you want today? I know how much God wants to give us today. <laughs> it's pretty huge. Bible calls it full measure. Do we want that today? Do we want the full measure of the Holy Spirit, that anointing in our lives. You know what? God is a gentleman. He doesn't force anything on us today. He wants our open hearts, our readiness to receive. Only then will it come on us. Let's stop for another heart check right here. Will you close your eyes for a minute? Holy Spirit, we want to receive from you today. We don't want to hear with our physical ears, but we want to hear with our spirit today. That's where you make the difference. Am I acknowledging your anointing in my life today? Am I allowing Holy Spirit to lead me in a consecrated walk? Forgive me, Lord, if, if it's my own heart that doesn't even desire that full measure. Forgive me, Lord. But help me. Help me, Lord, to believe and receive greater measure this year of your Holy Spirit anointing that come with your blessing, your protection, your empowerment. Help me to receive that today. In Jesus' name, when we acknowledge and embrace the fact that God anoints us with his Holy Spirit for life and service, many things happen. Here's a few. We fall deeper and deeper in love with Jesus. That's always the top one. 
we fall deeper and deeper in love with Him. God's will becomes our desire and delight when we walk in that anointing. The things in this world become less attractive. And, and that is the process by which God is able to consecrate our lives. Because as the Holy Spirit fills us and guides us and we become aware every day and every moment of that anointing, we will find that our desire for the things of this world will really grow strangely dim, as the old song says. They will. And we will become a vessel Holy Spirit can flow through. That's what Australia needs from you and me today. A bunch of people fanatically and crazily transformed by the love of Jesus, walking a consecrated life under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and seeing the difference we make around us. You know, as I said before, Paul's not suggesting that Christians never associate with unbelievers. I got a bunch of them in my family and in my circle of life, and I love them to bits. But the principle is this. Um, we are to be in the world, but not of the world. Yeah, we know that. And we are like a ship in the water, but the water's not meant to get in the ship, right? Because what happens when the water gets in the ship? It ain't good. So that's what our lives look like. We are here. You and I are to be the influencers, not the other way around. Australia is the great south land of the Holy Spirit. But you know why? Not because the Holy Spirit is mysteriously hovering over that big picture we see on a map. Uh-uh. This is the great south land of the Holy Spirit this morning because he lives in you and I. And all of the followers of Jesus, and through us he can change this nation of Australia. I've got a little PS here, and I'm, I'm closing with this, and I want to have a, a, a time for a response if there are those who want to respond this morning. But can I just say this? Please hear it from my heart. God doesn't want more Irene's, Charles's, Geordie's running around. He doesn't. He wants the unique and special person you are. Your consecrated and totally sold out life of loving Jesus, walking in your anointing. He has crafted and wonderfully made each one of us so uniquely with such unique gifting and purpose. And this year, it is that that he longs for us to walk in in a greater way. Whether, whether I'm a pastor, a missionary, a teacher, an accountant, a factory worker, whatever, your consecrated life will make a huge difference out there in Australia. And I just want to 
open up the altar this morning just simply for a response. No pressure, okay? No judgment this morning. But if Holy Spirit is prompting your heart and you would like simply to be anointed with oil, which is just a symbol, the Bible calls it a sim, it's symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Charles and April and Geordie and I know I will be up here, we'll have our little bottle of oil and I want to encourage and welcome you to come down and what you're simply saying is, yes, I want your anointing fresh, new for this, this coming year. I want my life to be more consecrated, separate and clean than ever before. I need your anointing to help me do it, Holy Spirit. And we're just going to anoint you with some oil. Just bless you in Jesus' name. Because it's about you, you and God this morning, yeah? We're just the instruments. Amen? So, worship team, welcome you back up here. And um, we'll just spend a few moments here. Thanks, guys. <laughs>